All right. So we are here with another episode of season five of the Circus podcast. Um, without further ado, I will have our guest introduce herself, take it away, tell us a little bit about who you are, and then we'll go from there. Hi, everyone. I'm Rula or Zacharula Zogopoulos. Um, I'm a dance director in New York. I work for the Archangel Michael Church in Port Washington, Long Island. And I'm so happy to be here having this combo with you guys. Awesome. Really glad to have you. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Technically our like second New York guest. So there we go. There you go. We had Dimitri Karabas. All right. Yes. All right. Yeah. Um, and now you, but I feel like he's a New York transplant. You're like the real deal. So you can be our, yes. first, <laughs> our first New Yorker. Hopefully I'm not missing anyone because I feel bad. But anyway, um, so Rula, tell us a little bit about um, your group, uh, all that goes into it. You guys have a huge, huge dance program. So um, how did you start building that? Where did it kind of come from? And um, what does it look like for people who are listening? Um, it's very interesting. I've been teaching my whole life, um, like uh, 25 years now, maybe a little more. Um, I started when I was a teenager. And about 1999, I walked into this church for an interview, Archangel Michael Church, which was really far from where I lived in Queens. It felt far back mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. And the moment I walked into that church, I knew it felt like home. And I've been there 25 years teaching. And we started our first dance troupe on Saturdays for an hour. We had eight children. And 25 years later, we built a program with, I would say, close to 130 students. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's it's been a long journey. Um it's a wonderful community that I'm very proud to be a part of. And um, I just, it's, I feel so supported and inspired. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what's propelled our program to grow. And with the help of the clergy, Father John, he's, he's been a big part of our support. Um, I have wonderful parents. Um, I really can't do it by myself. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so it's it takes a village absolutely um I think one of the things that I first noticed um, and we met although I feel like our paths probably crossed mm -hmm. moons ago in New York at some point in time um and it's interesting how the paths kind of crossed with your brother serving as the parish priest up in Schenectady although I wasn't I there know. when he mm -hmm. um started up there but anyway um we first met at a dance workshop in the DC area in Bethesda. And I remember just being like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I've known you like my whole life. Um, it was just so cool to have you down and, and to see you like, you know, talk about your program. And then that was, I don't even remember how many years ago that was, but let's say I, like five. May, yeah. Before 2020, I think. Yeah. It was uh, before COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but now to then look at you guys, just when I see your groups perform at like HDF or online videos, you post 
it's like a family affair. So when you say that you have like really great parents, like I can Mm -hmm. totally glean that. Um, I think the kids are just so happy. Um, and and it really shows when they dance, which is, is beautiful. Cause I think sometimes you don't, you don't see that, you know? Um, so kudos to you. And I know you've taught, um, one of my friends, her kids, I think before they moved, were in some of your classes and they were so sad. She was so sad when they moved to their other church. Yes. And, um, yeah, the kids don't, they don't do dance anymore because, um, they don't have you as their instructor. So a testament as your effort of your efforts. (laughs) Thank you. That's Um, good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 130 kids, um, you guys have recently started to go to HDF and FDF and everything like that. Tell us about that. How is that for you? Um, <laughs> uh, it's a funny story how we started. Um, uh-huh. I, I heard of this program called FDF that was happening um, throughout the year, something out there in California, really far away from New York yeah. and our New York culture. We don't really, you know, we're not really involved in co- these types of competitions. Um, so I always heard about it. And then our priest, I would say, um, 2019 at my brother's ordination, mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves when I tell this story. Um, he says it was around October and he says, you know, um, I have, I know someone out there in California and I want us to go do FDF. And I said, okay, (laughs) sounds like an amazing opportunity for next year because we have to prepare and practice. And uh, he goes, no, no, we're going. Um, I think we're we're really going. And I looked at my watch and I said, oh boy, I have about no time to prep and but you know, we dove in and we saw it as just this wonderful opportunity to expand ourselves and just take a risk and do something very different and um, just experience something of that caliber. And I have to say, you know, I I was always on the fence as an artist, um, as a dancer all my life. I studied dance Um with the word competition, I know you guys have talked about it on your podcast too. It's this controversy um, where competition and how it, it plays into this. And I was always on the fence about competition, you know, as an artist, you express what you express from your soul. And I have to say FDF was uh, life-changing for me. Um, Although it was competitive, just seeing what was created and displayed on that stage, um, it it really moved me. And um, we we drank the Kool Aid a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it really inspired me as a director, and um, it just feels it's just very exciting to research to learn more. It just reinvigorated me. Mm-hmm. To just do deep dives and and um, I'm still in awe. Mm-hmm. I, I I sit in the audience. I, I go with my students and I sob for other people's children that I watch on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful. 
Yeah. And now we're bringing our kids and with baby steps, you know, we're conducting our own research and um, making all these connections with the right people and just trying to learn and grow as much as we can uh, to participate in this realm of mm -hmm. Greek dance. So it's very exciting. Our kids are very excited. Our kids love to come to Greek dance. I don't know that I've seen many times eight-year-olds. Usually they don't stop talking. With me, they don't stop singing. The song that I just taught them, um, It's there's so much buzz and excitement in my community about Greek dance. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I'm really proud of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So great. And these are the positive things, you know, the, that FDF, that this competition or the spirit of competition brings, you know, it gets people more involved, gets people to dive in deeper. You know, that's why it's 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 so great that you guys flew to the other side of the country <laughs> just for that. So, yeah, congratulations. I'm glad we did. I'm yeah. really glad we did. I've met so many amazing people. And my kids have ma made so many friends from um, other uh, Greek children that have the same the same likes and they have the same things um, in common and love of Greek dance. Who knew? It's amazing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I was just on. I was listening to it as I was on like a work meeting too. So I didn't catch everything, but there was a presentation, a zoom um, with several people from Greece and uh, maybe some people weren't actually in Greece. It might've been, I think somebody might've been in the UK or something like that, but it was, it was about Greek dance outside of Greece, you know, for at least part of it. And it was mm -hmm. so fascinating um, to listen to and to catch the bits and pieces of their discussion on the impact of HDF mm -hmm. and FDF yeah. um, and some of like the old footage that they had and the like sub interviews that they had. And um, I tried to take a screenshot of it and I don't think I, I got it, but it was something like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. So um, this might be a little bit wrong, but it was like the American dream to find your Greekness through, <laughs> you know, like HDF and FDF. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so true. Like, that's you know, true. I think it's not the only way, but um, it, it's a huge way. And one of the the people on there, um, I didn't necessarily appreciate all of his presentation, uh, but he was like, you know, in, in American culture, there was a focus on like five Greek dances, like two other ones he named Tommy mm -hmm. God and something else. And I was like, I was, and again, I, I only listened to bits and pieces of this guy's presentation because I was on, you know, some work meetings, but I was like, maybe that was like decades ago, but it's, mm -hmm. it's surely not now, you know, not so now. like what you all are teaching um, these kids and what, you know, we're dancing at these large scale events or even smaller events is so much beyond like sort of the, the cookie cutter five basic mm -hmm. Greek dances, according to these people. So um, it's so interesting. So well, interesting. decades ago, when I started dancing, when I was four, that's when my mom put me in dancing school. 
the truth is Greek dance was sort of taught in a balletic style, mm-hmm. very overly choreographed style. And that's how it had evolved in the 80s, I would say, at least where I was growing up. Growing up. Um, so it has completely evolved mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. to where we are. Um, it's a very interesting evolution that I personally have been through with Greek dance here in New York. Can you mm-hmm. tell us more about that? Um, so I was dancing. I was, now I realize, I don't even know if they realized it then, you know, I was in my local ballet school, amazing teachers, amazing professionals, very inspiring. But we were, we were doing, we were learning in a choreographed way. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had no idea. That's, mm-hmm. that's what was correct then. And then slowly into my teens, I got involved with the Pan-Macedonian Association. And we had some, you know, really great teachers come in from Macedonia and start teaching us. And they would bring in the authentic costumes, the actual costumes from Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I would wear the Macedonian with the, with the, the perikephalea. It was a hundred percent wool. You were dying in it. Um, it was super authentic. And that was really my first taste of, um, of, of that evolution into the more authentic. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was beautiful. We used to go and perform at various functions and, other states and um it was great uh some people from gaps were involved in there um Mm -hmm. i remember one of my my teachers was um paul guinness's good friend from macedonia yanni Mm -hmm. um so we learned a lot and then slowly you know we kept learning and learning on our own really and from the association Um, I started dancing in college. Mm. I studied drama, theater, and dance along with education degree. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and then leading up to going somewhere like the workshop, your workshop, just that alone. That was Mm -hmm. my first workshop I've ever attended. Really? It was. And, um, it just, uh, I don't know, it sparked something in me that there's something more out there mm-hmm. and something deep and something authentic that I want to continue learning more about. So yeah. it was exciting. It was. And we had, mm-hmm. Jordan was teaching there and I think Sadako yes. was teaching too, right? Um, was it Sadako? No, it, it was Evan. Oh, Evan. Okay. Jordan, Evan that year. Okay. Jordan oh, and Evan yeah. and are now musicians that we use everywhere and Dusty yeah. and we become this big dance family. Yeah. Um, it's really great. Like a, a really special thing happened there at that workshop, meeting you and Maria and Evan and Jordan and Adi was there and um, yes. it was just a beautiful experience and it kind of propelled us. It was the precursor to our 
first FDF experience, really. Yeah. It was our inspiration. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that just gives me the goosebumps. And it's so crazy because that was not that long ago. I know. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, and here we are. <laughs> exactly. And I just, I feel like what you've done with the group and what you've done too with yourself of like driving yourself to do all this research, you know, um, is such a commitment. So it's, it's, awesome. a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I feel like I, I'm only scratching the surface. I've, mm-hmm. I've been in Greece the last two summers and I've, I've done research with a few, you know, renowned um, researchers, historians, dance instructors for days at a time. And I still mm-hmm. feel like I'm just, I could stay. I said, I said to one, I can stay with you for a year and feel like I, I, don't know what I'm doing and I need more time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're just scratching the surface, you know, there's so much growth. I I just, that that's very inspiring to me Mm -hmm. that I can keep growing and learning and showing that to my students and we grow and learn together. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really important for them to show that I'm not a know-it-all. I don't Mm -hmm. know it all. I'm, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. I love that. I feel like a reason why too, your kids are so committed because it's a journey together, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's, that would be so important to me. I don't know if I would be able to like verbalize that as a, as a kid, but I think as a teacher, you know, your um, that humility and that honest approach to things Mm -hmm. Um, helps kids to absorb this because it is really different. It's like obscure, you know? I mean, I'm sure you have examples of kids where the first time they ever took dance was stepping into your class. And now they're probably like light years beyond that, but that's gotta be really intimidating. Like it's Greek dance is not like baseball. You know what I mean? You can watch baseball on the TV anytime you want. Mm -hmm. Hard pressed to say you can do that with Greek dancing. (laughs) I, I agree. And I have students that walk into my class for the first time, like last year, I had an 11th grader who had never danced before. And um, just to notice and discover in himself that he had so much talent Mm -hmm. that he never knew, just to watch that student discover something so beautiful about himself, it was Mm -hmm. life-changing. I just love those moments, Yeah, you know? Kids, they see your drive too as an instructor and a director. And when you have that passion, they they feed off of it as well, you know. And so it interests them even when they say, Oh, there's, mm-hmm. you know, if they're so jazzed or jacked up about it, there must be more to this than just, you know, what we're seeing. And I think that keeps them interested as well. I hope so. You'd think uh, you'd think they chat less <laughs> in my <laughs> class, <laughs> but that's asking for a unicorn. <laughs> I mean, there's sometimes they're just so excited. Um, yeah, and you know we have to let them be children at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you kidding? Adults yeah. do it too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Plenty of adult classes I've been into. You just can't. Can't get the noise level down. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's all part of it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, Which you just started an adult group, right? 
We did. We had so much interest from our students' parents. So we finally started an adult group. And uh, we joke, when are we going to the competition? <laughs> um, it's, we're it. having so much fun. It's, it's almost a crime how much fun we're having. So <laughs> it's light. It's, it's chill. It's, it's a lot of fun. Just, you know, and well, it's very, it should, be. it should be. That's exactly yeah. what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. Cool. That's so cool. Usually it's the other way around. The kids see the, the the parents and the the older siblings around. Then they want to be in on it. And now it's the other way around. It's great. It, it is. <laughs> Work both yes. ways, I guess. The parents were inspired by the children. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I love that. Um, talk to us about who you've really enjoyed learning from in terms of research. And that might be kind of hard. Not that you haven't enjoyed learning from everyone, but what has like, what region has really captivated you? It's interesting. Um, I don't know that I'm sure yet. Mm. A lot is speaking to me and I'm sort of exploring and experimenting um, my blood is Macedonian, so I definitely feel a pull there. Um, I had, I had a really amazing sessions with Yanis Costandino in Greece. Um, he's, he's a beautiful dancer. He has a legacy of his own, his, his whole family. And then the way he moves and how he just conveys information. He's a wealth of knowledge. I really enjoyed learning from him. Mm-hmm. And my eight-year-old then was with us and he got on his drum. He stood on it. He also learned from Yanis. It was an amazing experience um, learning from him, I yeah. have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I've am i worked with many people. I mean, um, Jordan was the first workshop Mm-hmm. that I took and he absolutely gave us a, so much inspiration and confidence really and um, really sparked us onto the island of Dodeganisa. Mm-hmm. So we're still dancing um, the material that we learned from him and we've we've done more and more research mm-hmm. through the years and that's very exciting. Um it's a hard question because every, everyone is different. Yeah. We just had a workshop with Kiriakos Moisidis. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. Everyone has their own style and something else to give. And they each have their expertise mm-hmm. that it's, it's very hard yeah. To make me choose. Yeah. <laughs> Maria. Sorry. <laughs> hard question. I'm finding value in every everything and everyone. I, yeah. I feel blessed yeah. to be in this community and surrounded by so much knowledge and expertise, really. And support. And support yeah. as a New York team. Um, you know, like you said, traveling across the country and and trying this thing that across the country they they've had established for 45 years already it's very um it can be intimidating walking into that 
when we're not in that culture, you know, our children didn't grow up in a competition mm-hmm. um, context. This is all new to us. Like our 18 year olds attended competition for the first time and they learned competition dancing at 18. That was our first experience at competition. So the cool thing is that last year for the first time, we brought our little ones, our eight and nine year olds to HCF for the very first time. And I think that sparked something in them from very young. This experience was priceless for them and their excitement for and passion for our traditions and what they experienced at HCF and what they were involved in and it was so beautiful that I think we're going to see their blossoming. Absolutely. Um, be very effective and very beautiful. Yeah. And I would say the community, as far as the Greek dance community has become more open. And since it's so easily accessible, it can mm-hmm. bring, you know, people or in groups from other areas and, you know, that had never really thought about, you know, diving deeper right. into this whole thing, you know? And so, um, yeah, it's just, it's just really amazing to see mm-hmm. your guys's journey. And again, the, the, the passion that it's, that it's brought out, or I wouldn't say give it new life, but maybe definitely help you guys go to another level. Yeah. I think, I think you said it well. It, it is, uh, it does feel like we're going next level and um, in a positive way, very positive way, very inspiring way. It's a lot. It's a lot. Exactly. <laughs> it's a lot. No pressure. <laughs> so what about you personally? Is there a area that you, I, I know we talked, we kind of talked about, uh, you know, as far as the research goes, but is there, there are dances or music specifically that you just love, 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 that's your, your top number one. Um, I, I really fell in love with the Western Macedonian regions. Um, Castoria, Florina, these sounds, the brass sounds, um, that really speaks to me. And I'm I'm definitely uh, going to continue my research in those regions. Yeah. And did you grow up with that too, or was that was it kind of that came later? The you found it you found it later because you know you said you were part of the Pan Macedonian. Uh, That's always there. Yeah. You know, so you you were kind of brought up in that Western Macedonian. Thing. Uh, or maybe not necessarily not, not okay. necessarily no that happened when I actually joined the Silovo how I grew up was listening to Kazanzidi um, <laughs> so when I was very little um, I remember playing the records we had the record player and um, you know I was given the responsibility to play the record um, so Kazanzidi was always on um Actually, the Betica were a big part of my life growing up. And my uncle played buzuki, and my mm-hmm. father was always singing and dancing. So all my childhood memories revolve around us on the daily, just 
just sitting after school and after work and my uncle playing the buzuki and us just, you know, listening to the music and singing and dancing. And this was my upbringing. Um, so music and dance has always been part of my life. So all music speaks to me. I, when I was in college studying and I took a West African dance class, it oh. spoke to me. I mean, I'm moved. I'm inspired by music. It, it just allows me to express myself. And I, I, I feel privileged that I'm able to continue to create through our traditions and um, our rich traditions, really, and yeah. create with the children and and just put something on stage that's a beautiful creation of hundreds of years ago. It's I, I feel blessed that I still get to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, which has always been my passion. <laughs> <laughs> and do you see your kids kind of taking that same route or do they have different interests now as far as areas or things maybe requesting that you guys look more into or um they so most of our students go away to college once they graduate um so the student and it's interesting a few of our students are in california going to college and then they're so inspired they join the churches local like St. sophia <laughs> they join these local <laughs> groups and they end up competing at fcf um, in adult groups uh, so they continue their journey a lot of them are continuing their journeys even here in new york um, at the local colleges they join greek clubs and they continue um, so that means something spoke to them. I don't know if it, I don't think it was a region particularly, but they do continue. Um, we're, I, I just, I just keep throwing, um, ideas at them and we just keep dancing and having fun and learning and we'll see where it takes us. We're not a community that is predominantly from one area of Greece. It's, we have a, a mix so I know some churches, they have sometimes, you know, people from Kalim or here. So we're mixed, you know, it's usually what inspires us, the teachers. And then we get the children very excited and inspired. So we're, we're learning. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And now of those ones that have gone to college, I don't know if, you're this far yet, but uh, have you seen them when they come back, rejoin the group or do they, what's, what's, uh, what's after college looking like with your guys' communities? Well, what's interesting is that we just hired two new teachers that one was my student in early 2000s who um, went through my program, which was very low key back then, no competition, no, no pressure, just dancing and fun. Um, and, uh, you know, she, she grew up, she went to college, she got married, she had a baby and now she's coming back and she's teaching our youngest students. So we do have students that come back. 
Um, another student graduated two years ago and she stayed locally at a college and she's back and she's helping us this year too. So slowly we're, we're hoping for this wave, this new wave now of graduates to hopefully come back. They love to go away here in New York. <laughs> so I think that's everywhere. I'm praying they come back to us, which I think they will. Yeah. But we don't have that yet. You know, that generational uh, Greek dance culture where, um, like I've seen out in California, which is so beautiful, you know, how how your children and then you grow up or your parents dance and now you dance and now your children compete. I just think that's so beautiful that that um, generational uh you know, context being in the competition. So hopefully we'll, we'll get there one day. It's so funny though, that you asked about like succession and like what you guys were just we're, talking about. Cause I was thinking about that. I was like, how do we keep this going? I know. And one thing to be said, it's not just California. It's the West coast. And it's even and coast. Arizona. Right. Well, we can't, we can't leave our friends out and, yeah, me being me being from the Pacific Northwest is uh, that's we, true. <laughs> we have we have we have our we have our commitment as well. We've been going since the, the beginning, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. FDF. I have. There's. It's funny. The parents now they even have their grandkids going to FDF. It's it's crazy that's to amazing. see. I yeah. love that. Like they I danced. And, love that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's beautiful. Really yes. is. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful one day (laughs) right i know i know um i think it's also really special that like as much as today might have been a little bit frustrating with the fdf room situation the fact that it is frustrating like that just kind of shows that like (laughs) so many people are into going to this i know know? i know it's true so Mm -hmm. but um, for those of you who might have a little bit of frustration with that, we understand. <laughs> we, Very much so. We feel you. <laughs> Maybe this is a good plug for HDF. There's plenty of rooms there. I want you guys to bring your group down. You know, New York goes to California. West Coast comes to Florida. It's yeah, right? uh, win-win, amazing. I think. <laughs> right? right? HDF and- was awesome for us for the first time last year. Awesome. Yeah. I think... It's so cool to see like the bonds and the relationships and just how all of this grows and how we're all, you know, um, so connected and everything. Um, like there's a new app that just came out. Um, it's called origins and it's, I don't know what it's going to like develop into, but it's sort of like you sign up for it and then you can, there could be people on there who are Greek who are in your community and you like don't know them or whatever right mm-hmm. um so who knows like what the the intent of it is or where where it will grow to but i'm like imagine like i can't imagine living somewhere and not knowing other greeks you know what i mean i like, know we always seem to find ourselves no matter what <laughs> we really do yeah. <laughs> we really do i remember being in the bahamas decades ago and finding a greek church 
and a Greek restaurant. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's still there. It's still there. They have Greek nights there too and everything. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was at work and I was teaching um, and it's, you know, these kind of like round robin, like you teach for three hours straight and there's like eight groups that go through. And this one woman came up to me and she's like, you're Greek, right? She's like, do you go to St. Demetrius in Fort Lauderdale? And I'm like, no, I, I don't. I live up north, you know, whatever. Um, and she's like, I just, I love when I, when I see the Greeks join Joe's hospital. She's like, I love it. Oh, so we do find each other. It's a beautiful thing. Something we've talked about, and you may have talked about this with Nico when I was tending to my neighbor, is the um, connection of like moms, you know, that are keeping Greek dance alive, you know, and it's not only moms, but I feel like a lot of the dance groups and so on and so forth, um, you know, there's an involvement of like a mom who kind of starts something or kids learn and their moms are the teachers. And um, that has come up so frequently in so many different communities. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, even like your mom put you in ballet at four, you know what I mean? And, And that kind of launched like your trajectory you know I just I think that's so important it changed my life and she actually put me because I was born and for the first six years of my life we lived in Manhattan with my parents and then we moved to Queens which was completely different lifestyle I was four years old I didn't know anyone I had no friends there was no mommy in me back then or any Mm -hmm. type of um classes so she said I'm going to put her in a local ballet school for a class so she can make friends and like you said it changed my life Mm -hmm. um and that was that so it's very interesting yeah yeah Yeah. um I, I I just think there's so much of that to be explored like the role of the mom or the mother figure you know Mm -hmm. what I mean We have that in our community. Um, I work with a beautiful, passionate mom that I probably could not accomplish what we're accomplishing without her help. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm going to name her and she's going to hate it. Helen Bappas, thank you. She really um, cares Mm -hmm. and she really devotes a lot of time and she allows me to do my job by taking care of so much else um, for us in the dance troupe. So um, our dads are very supportive too. Sure. <laughs> they really are. And that's what's, that's what's special about our community. I mean, you know, to have how many New Yorkers flying out to Arizona or Anaheim uh, four years ago uh, mothers, fathers, uh, experiencing and seeing, just experiencing the experience of FDF together, mother, father, children, mm-hmm. was was um, just very important for us. It really connected us. Mm-hmm. Um, it brought us closer together. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember growing up having a lot of friends from the city, like through the sons and maids and stuff like that. And, um, 
it was like getting them to drive up to Albany two and a half hours away. Oh, they were like, it. exactly. They were like, we're, we're basically in Canada. Like, <laughs> right. I, re- I remember we had a, a lock in at like the YMCA and they were like, are we going to see cows? And I'm like, <laughs> no, like, they don't just like roam around. I mean, maybe they do. I don't know. Um, and I, I, I get it. Right. Cause my mom grew up when my mom immigrated finally to the state, she was in the city. So like, Mm-hmm. I, I could see from, you know, her, you know, stories that she would tell how different upstate was mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and kind of like, it makes sense. Like all the Greek stuff is so within reach or at least mm-hmm. was back then, like in the city. So why go to find it? Like, you don't, you don't need right. to, you know, right. but, mm-hmm. um, the fact that like dance has kind of been a spark for that and has, you know, people have, gone outside of of their area or taken their kids to different places you know traveled all this stuff i'm like dang i can't imagine all those greeks from long island on a flight out to arizona arizona and albany was like 20 years ago it was like we're going up to albany like we're gonna be in the woods you know bring your bring everything there's they don't have anything up there you know (laughs) i know i know it's hysterical and it's amazing i know it's yeah, awesome. That's how we feel. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, and you guys definitely have a lot of energy. We all know crazy Chris, um, <laughs> you know, but we love that's, that's the beauty of this, like have fun with it. And I feel like um, your kids have fun with it. Like you guys have fun with it. And that's a true testament from you and, and the teachers who work with you too. So, um, so the tough question of the night here it goes you ready oh i'm ready this is a newer question we've gotten away from some like the softer questions like what's your favorite dance like okay we could talk about that too but um, um we ask we've been asking people this and it's a little bit hard to think about because i think sometimes we downplay ourselves um when we think about stuff like this but what do you want your legacy to be in Greek dance, whether it's your legacy within your community, your legacy, how the kids perceive you, like what, you know, 25, 50 years from now, when people are picking up a book and they're reading about you, what what do you want that legacy to be? You know, for me, it's really simple. I want them to know that I care so much. Um, If I can get that across, I don't think people understand how much goes into even teaching a simple Greek dance class or let alone preparing for a competition. Um, How much time, effort, passion. Oh my God, the passion. And all the hours that are behind the scenes of doing something that excites you so much and you just want to share it with the next generation. I, I just, if they remember anything about me is that what she cared so much um, about our traditions and to help pass them down and help preserve our traditions. And she gave everything she had to do that for me. 
I actually have students that come back and or text me, Ms. Rula, I'm in college. Um, I just got a job teaching five-year-olds and it was because of, uh, you know, the fact that you helped me assist you in the classes and you gave me the confidence and little things like that, that they, they see that I care. I mean, really, I care. I -hmm. care a lot about learning it right, doing it right, and just um, conveying it Mm -hmm. right. And how can we? It's so deep. Our traditions Mm -hmm. are so deep and so moving. Um, I care so much. I love that. I love that. I mean, there's nothing I can say to that other than like, that's really heavy. You know, it, it's, it feels heavy. Yeah. It feels like a really big responsibility mm-hmm. that is a privilege, mm-hmm. not a burden, mm-hmm. a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the perfect feeling that should come from it, uh, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's yeah. great. That's awesome. Um, Anything else you want to add or any piece of advice you want to give? It's really important to share your knowledge. Mm -hmm. Share with each other. I mean, um, nothing is mine. Nothing is yours. It's ours. Uh, every set that we see on stage, whether it's at a local church event or on a national stage, these are our traditions and our dances. So the set that I'm putting on stage is not mine. I didn't I didn't create it and I don't own it, but I'm willing to share with anyone who wants to learn and wants support. And there's been many people who've done that for, for us as a program. Um, and I'm very appreciative of that, of people who are so open and share. I really advise people to just be open and mm-hmm. and supportive in this community, in this dance community. And mm-hmm. I've been very lucky to be surrounded by so many wonderful people in, in this dance community. Yeah, we feel blessed, very supported as a new new group trying to, you know, go to these new experiences. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. That I would say like the theme of the moms and the involvement of the mom in, in Greek dance, mm-hmm. um, as well as that nobody owns this, you know, um, the ownership here is to do what is right for the preservation and the um, perpetuation of the tradition, you know, which is exactly. putting it on display, right? unearthing mm-hmm. these things even if people are like oh that might not be the best whatever right. you know set you could ever do but mm-hmm. still going with it and you know sharing it um that theme has come up so often recently in our interviews and um it's just so important we can't be gatekeepers intentionally i think unintentionally it can happen right mm-hmm. um but that intentional gatekeeping um is just so detrimental and it's who it hurts the most are the kids and the people who have taught us this stuff, you know, who have, who have brought this to us because 
they're sharing it with us with the hope I think that we share and that we continue to, to, you know, do what we can um, to raise awareness. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure where ego fits in any of this beautiful equation. That's what, um, Mm -hmm. that's, it just doesn't fit. I can't process it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I agree. I totally agree. I love that. Thanks, Maria. That say, (laughs) who doesn't fit in here? (laughs) 